0: Everybody, everybody, everybody. Drop your buff slap your 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 Welcome back to Drop Your Buffs. I'm Sean Ross. I'm Evan Ross Katz. And we have a very special presentation coming. A three-part series we're doing. It's sort of a trilogy. A where...
1: 3.125. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, boy. Well, yesterday, Evan, you got to attend a very exclusive event uh, for the Traders, where you had access to some of the cast, and you managed to get 3.25 interviews. Out of them. Oh, I said
1: 3.125, oh, but you're giving, me, you're giving me 0.25. I'll take it actually 0.25. was not
0: 0.25. Well, we'll get to yeah. this. We'll get to this. <laughs> and <laughs> we had the people that we were very keen to talk to, of course, Sandra and Parvati, but Janelle as well, who is an icon of Big Brother and a huge reality TV fan. And of course, we had to talk to Phaedra. Evan, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about this event that you went to? So this event was set up
1: by Peacock. So obviously I just, you know, wanna be mindful of, you know, the things I can say and the things I can't say because part of the fun of yesterday was there was like an on the record component and then I went out with the cast afterwards, which was like not off the record, but it wasn't on the record, you know what I mean? Like it's that sort of like middle space.
0: Let's put it this way. If you wanna hear the off the record story, you gotta join the Patreon.
1: Yes, because I mean, there are, there is some, (laughs) some tea to divulge both things I heard and then some things I observed. And then there will be some things that will be (laughs) locked in the vault. Uh, But my God, let me just say it was funny. I was talking to a friend of mine, who also was in attendance last night. And he was like, what was it in the air? And what I what I think we together sort of came to was, you know, we, I mean, my friends and I, we're New Yorkers. We go out, we see crazy shit. I work in fashion. I travel all over the world. A lot of this cast came to New York City. They live in small cities. They are used to attending PTA meetings or carpool. Their lives are smaller. And I do not mean that in any derogatory sense whatsoever. Just their worlds are smaller. And so when they come to a big city like New York and they're joined by all of these cast members, there's an energy and also a buildup in them that like they are ready to let loose Mm. and let loose they did and i also just want to shout out this cast like these people are so much fun um i can't say like every single one of them because not everybody came out last night but like those that were there the energy was just insane everyone was talking with everyone there was no Anything that happened in the show, that like they, it seemed as though everyone in attendance was able to strip away the gameplay and just enjoy the fact that they all were having this incredible experience. I also don't think any of them anticipated the show becoming what it has in terms of ratings and, and success mm. and everything. So I think they're all just sort of like reveling in the fact that like they as a collective have made this what it is. And so that was just really fun to experience on the periphery. And then Alan Cumming showed up at the end of the night, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So the event itself <laughs> was uh, a, I guess it was set up as like an influencer day in which, in which like I got an email being like, pitch us concepts for what you'd want to do. We'll have the whole cast available. And... I was sort of, you and I talked about it a little bit. I was like, you know, I'm not an influencer. I don't do like front facing camera. I don't want to be on camera. So I was a little unsure of like how we as a drop your buffs community approach something like this. But then I was like, you know what? Let's just see if like we could do mini interviews, which is what you're getting. But I also like, it, it occurred to me like that. It was like the night before I was like, I emailed them and I was like, hey, just curious. Like, what is the setup exactly? And they were like, there's no setup. Like you need to bring (laughs) everything that you will need. And so I was like, okay, like I'm really like, a little it's, it's rogue uh, so I brought my handy dandy microphone with me Sean helped me you, you made me set it up on like a so I was able to uh-huh. pick up the sound of the room so needless to say I was given these like 15 minute blocks I or, it was originally I was told I was having pairs or trios rather so originally it was going to be Parvati, Sandra and Peppermint together which was offered to me I didn't, I didn't pick and choose um, but then it ended up being everyone individually and Peppermint did not attend yesterday so I was not able to get time with Peppermint. And then I was able to get time with Phaedra and Janelle, which was not originally planned. All of the questions had to be submitted in advance. Several questions were cut, um, but I asked them anyway. Uh, and uh, we had a great time. So they basically came in. I had a microphone set up on a table in a hotel room. There were like probably five to 10 influencers sitting on the couch listening. There were PR people from Peacock. There were PR people from the PR company they hired to do the event. There were cater waiters. There was a lot of commotion. I felt like I was sort of like, you know, performing, but I think it worked out given, you know, it created an energy in the room. As you'll hear during the Parvati interview, Dan Giesling just decided to join. And then Sandra's in the room eating breakfast while I'm recording with Parvati. It was a very, like, uh, not a buttoned up energy, but I think that it actually, in the end, benefited the circumstance. Uh-huh. But yeah, it was so, yeah, we, we did these many episodes. I was able to secure. An interview for us with Sandra next week. She promises that she is giving us an hour. Obviously, you know, we I don't wanna get our hopes up too much, but I, she I'll just I'll
0: just say I don't know where I'm gonna find an hour next week, but
1: sure. I don't know either, but you know, we're gonna make it happen <laughs> somehow, some way. But she even mentioned it later that night. She's like, I'm excited about next week. So I do think oh, there's going shit. to be some some follow-through here. Obviously great to reconnect with Parv once again. Fun to talk to Janelle. Janelle's obviously a big reality competition fan. So fun to talk to her as both a game player, but also, you know, someone like you and I who just loves this shit. Very, very fun to talk to Phaedra. Uh, You won't have a chance to hear too much of that because uh, I forgot to hit record on that one. Or rather, I didn't tell you this, Sean. I did hear what happened. I did hit record, it was recording. Something happened at the 50 second mark into the recording where it just stopped. Mm. But then I had an instinct about three quarters of the way through the interview to like check the, the status of the recording. And I was like, oh, it's not recording. So at that point I was like, you know what? I'm gonna hit record and I'm gonna ask the question that I was told I was not allowed to ask. I was like, I'll ask it now. And I ended up, I think I got the biggest nugget of the Phaedra interview. Recorded. So we're going to include that in the poverty section. It's basically me asking Phaedra for her thoughts. Well, on let's let's
0: say, let's save it. Let's save it. So right. before we get to these other interviews Sorry. right now, today, we are presenting you with our, with our, It I, I wasn't there. I have huge regrets about no, not no, flying no. to New York City for that. But our Drop Your Buffs. It's our Drop Your Buffs interview conducted by Evan with Janelle. Can you tee up this interview with Janelle?
1: Well, actually, Sean, I think it might be more interesting to have you (laughs) tee it up because, you know, I was sort of like in it and I feel like you've now had the chance to listen to it. So Mm -hmm. I'd actually, if you don't mind, I'd be eager to hear like you tee it up.
0: Sure. Well- Here's Janelle and Evan. It's so fun for me to listen to any time that I'm not on Drop Your Buffs because I'm on so frequently. And so any time that we get a sub in for me, like when you had Liza on.
1: I feel out to sea without you. Um, But uh, because yesterday's interviews were so condensed, I feel like I didn't Mm -hmm. have to have, I felt a little bit like the guardrails were the time constraint. Right, Um, right. But yeah, I mean, an hour with each of them yesterday, I would have, yeah, I would have been through it.
0: <laughs> well, you did a very great job. And I so I love to hear Drop Your Buffs content that I've never heard that's new to me because that's such a rare opportunity. And then especially with Janelle, who I have always loved. Big Brother 6 was my first season of Big Brother. Uh, I've talked about this before on the podcast. I spent that summer, you know, <laughs> in between school years and completely unemployed. And I was glued to those live feeds like my life depended on it so Janelle is a huge reality TV icon for me so it's so exciting to hear her voice here on Drop Your Buffs you get into so many great topics with her I think you hit everything that we needed to hit um, she talks about her legacy with uh, on Big Brother her friendship with Dan you know her experience on the traitors but she also dives deep into a little bit of Survivor history and talks about you know her experiences with uh, Sandra and Poverty previously and who she she would like to see from Survivor play the traitors season three and so it's so exciting to hear her say some of these names and get to get a little glimpse into Janelle's Survivor knowledge and it makes me really excited because I think we need to get Janelle on a recap of 46.
1: Well yeah I think we also need to get Janelle on Survivor uh, well, which yeah. you do ask her about and, and you will hear that in the interview. Uh, it also occurred to me and you'll get a little glimpse of this in the Janelle interview and some of this happened on Mike, some off but This is no surprise to listeners of this podcast. There seems to be so much of this show that did not play out in the final edit. Obviously that happens on all reality television, but it seems particularly given the fast paced nature of this game combined with the, the breadth of the cast, just being so many people playing the game, that there was just so much footage on the cutting room floor, so many more partnerships, voting blocks, alliances, uh, conversations that were had that we didn't see that. I don't know. I mean, it, it, crazier things have happened. It's like, I would love them to release, I, I don't know, an extended cut. I will say, Real Housewives does release extended cuts of the episodes on Peacock. So it's not out of the question.
0: It's the biggest non scripted show on streaming right now. Let's release the director's cut. Hello.
1: So yeah, but uh, I did exchange phone numbers with Janelle last night at club coming. Uh, because basically, I they used my phone to take a picture. It was Alan, Janelle and Parv. And so I was like, should I airdrop this to you? Janelle didn't know what airdrop is. I was like, I'll text it to you. So give me your number. I will say I don't think Janelle and I like were sisters by the end of the night. She definitely has like a I can tell she's accustomed to gay men coming up and fawning uh, sure, for her. Sure, she should be. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. as she should. And I kind of like it that way. I was like, she's not looking to make a new gay BFF. She's got enough in her arsenal. So I actually really like sort of. I wouldn't call it standoffish. It was just very queen like, and I, I I really liked it. Slay, love
0: exactly. that. Exactly. Okay. Well, without further ado, here is your conversation with Janelle.
1: First of all, we are in the presence of an icon. So first of all, thank you so much, Janelle, for being here today. This is the Drop Your Buff podcast. We are a survivor podcast so we do cover Big Brother and obviously we cover the traitors. Okay. And when we found out that today was happening, the biggest ask that we got outside of our survivor girls was that you need to touch down with Janelle. Yes. So thank you so much.
2: Oh my gosh, thanks for having me. I've actually heard of your podcast. Mm. So, interesting. Drop Your Buff. I do remember that.
1: We so. very much would like to have you on at some point. I would love to. Dive I would... Your time on Big Brother, but also you are Survivor super superfan Super fan. Like, it
2: makes no sense that you haven't played the game. I know. CBS is weird with their crossovers, you until, know. This. But I feel like something <laughs> has shifted. I mean, they need to do crossovers because obviously. But like, it's like if Suri can go yeah. to Big Brother, I feel like Janelle can I know. go to
1: Survivor. I know. All right, fair enough. Okay, so to start with, obviously you are a reality competition aficionado. I know yes. you watch Survivor. Who what shows outside of Survivor coming into this game were on your radar?
2: So I've seen Housewives, but really I'm an OG Housewives fan. So like the new stuff, I don't know. So immediately knew who Fader Parks was, knew who Tamara was. Tamara is the literally original housewife. So knew who they were. Um, obviously, I saw two of my favorite Survivor players ever. So, whoa, my mind was blown there. Um, some of the shows I didn't know, like Bling Empire, no idea. Never seen that show ever. Um, had never really watched Dancing with the Stars. So I guess to me, I was really most excited about the Housewives franchise. Uh-huh. And I'm
1: imagining that in the reality competition circuit, you run into Sandra and Parvati before. Was that the I had run into
2: Sandra, I had met Sandra before at like Hearts of Reality, where I meet like each other and raise money for charity. I had never gotten to meet Parvati, but I've always wanted to. I think years ago, Johnny Bananas actually brought me to not Johnny Bananas, Johnny Fairplay mm. brought me to a Survivor uh, like rap party or something, and it was the the coach season, uh-huh. I think. And I saw poverty there, but I was too big of like a stand to introduce myself, mm-hmm. even though I had done be Big Brother. I was like, no, I she's whatever. But I was dying to meet her, so.
1: So you get to this castle, yeah. you see the two of them. Is yeah. your immediate thought because you are a gamer yeah. and they are gamers? Yeah. I would argue the three of you are the biggest gamers in this house. Maybe Dan in the mix yes. as well. But is your immediate thought like the immediate one alone? Is it I'm going to work with them, or I need to have one eye on them, one eye? Like, how did you immediately strategize with the two of them? Yeah,
2: we immediately formed an alliance, like right away, because we want to. We thought we would be targeted as gamers, um, so we wanted to keep the numbers in our favor for as long as we could. So we had, like, a little alliance going immediately. So I wanted to work with them.
1: In what ways would you say that The Traders was dissimilar from Big Brother?
2: So the biggest thing for me that I struggled with personally was the speed at which the game went. So like, Traders is so fast. Like, there's really no downtime or time to take a break for yourself or really like sleep or anything. It's very, very fast. And so Big Brother is so slow. It's such a mental game where I feel Traders is just purely social.
1: Yeah, in episode five, when we had the big round table, you threw out a lot of names. Yeah, I even hear that you threw out even more names than we yeah. saw. You much thought that in the podcast we yeah. were on. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious. It's, it's an interesting strategy. I've seen yeah. people online criticizing it. I'm not one to really criticize strategy because yeah. I think that there's a, a logic behind all of it yeah. that we don't necessarily see. So now that I have this opportunity with you, what was your strategy in that moment of putting so many names out on the table?
2: So... I always thought I was, I knew I was going that night because Trishel and Peter were like, we don't have the votes to save you because we're never like the entire Bravo cast was voting you out. Plus Kevin. Like Peter worked on Kevin all day. We couldn't get Kevin. So I was like, I need like three votes. I'm never getting it. And we added a player. Didn't know that. So I'm like, I'm for sure going. So it was basically. she's She's Bravo. So she's voting with them. So I was never getting Kate's vote. Are you kidding me? She knows MJ outside of the game they had like talked and stuff and strategized i think before even coming to traders so um i knew i wasn't getting enough votes so i thought i would the best thing i could do for the faithfuls was lay out who i thought the traders were for them i actually went at i didn't even decide sandra was a trader until she kept fighting with me and being so vocal i immediately went for dan and then parvati stuck up for him and i was like parvati everyone knows you're a trader just stop Like, you're acting like a traitor. Like, when I say you're acting like a traitor, I said it to Parvati. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Sandra kept bringing up the mission and how it was crazy to think that the traitors were the ones inside for the bird call. And I was like, that's not crazy because that's what I believe. I believe that the people that played for the Shields are faithful, Sandra. And she was like, you don't know. And so then I was like, I've struck a nerve. And so I just went, I was like, you must, Sandra? Sandra? I, you must be a trader. You're a trader then if you keep going with this. And then CT, I don't really call them a the trader, just kind of called them out because we were like suspicious of CT, not necessarily like 100%. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: in that moment, you know, you mentioned that you knew who Sandra was going into the game. Mm-hmm. You'd watched her on the show. You met her before. Yes. You recognized it was a legend on legend situation. Yes. And so you're sitting across the table, and you two really come to blows. Yeah, it is iconic television. <laughs> um, so thank you for that. Yeah, I'm wondering what that moment was like for you in the context of knowing the fact that you knew you were going up against a great, and yeah. you are a great. Yeah, and so how did you handle that moment? I mean,
2: I've I've I know Sandra. I've seen the whole like I can get loud too thing. Uh huh. You know? Like. Pearl Islands is one of my favorite seasons of all time. It's like my—that's what like got me hooked into Survivor. Like that was my season to love, and so I know Sandra on these games. So I was like, "Ooh, honestly, it was like I was just picking at her because I was like, if I've struck a nerve, I want her to keep going." (laughs) I thought in that moment, like Sandra, you must be a traitor then. And of course, like if you know, if I'm going out the door, I'm going to throw a couple daggers. Yeah, why not?
1: Of the daggers you threw,
2: like because you were saying,
1: I I think you're a traitor. I think you're a traitor. Did you know who was, I mean, like you seemed very sure of yourself, but were you just kind of throwing things at the wall or you actually felt like I you,
2: 100% knew that Dan and Parvati were, t- were traitors. Mm. Sandra, I wasn't even like 100% on her. And so, like, she started defending them so hard. And she she also said something else that f- struck me as interesting during that conversation with the management. She said, because I was, I said, Dan and Parvati are traitors. And she said, we had your back, Janelle. And she was pointing, and she was like, Dan and Parvati. And I'm like, Okay, so like you must be the third, like you're the other trader I'm looking for. That was what was going through my mind. but wasn't
1: there a part of you that's like they wouldn't cat they wouldn't make three reality TV winners, traders. right. Did that I, occur to you? I'm just curious.
2: I mean, it definitely occurred to me, but they can not make anyone. A yeah, yeah so, it's like- so I mean, I definitely before going in there, I was like, okay, like one si- one like big brother, one survivor. And then like a wild card and maybe a Bravo person. Mm -hmm. I was always looking for four traders. I think everyone in the castle was because just initially going into that game, you're like, okay, so you're going to start with three traders. You weren't even thinking two. And and Alan said they get a chance to recruit. So we're like, okay, there's four. We were all looking for four.
1: Mm, which is like it's already hard enough with three I mean, I I out of four. I know.
2: So many I, I
1: want to ask you about your fellow big brother cast cast member. Yeah, cast oh. me. He was around. Dan. Mm-hmm. Dan. Yeah. Um it's interesting that many online are calling out the fact that he did not do well in this game and they're sort of saying that he had bad gameplay. I don't totally agree because I think it's sort of diminishing the fact that A, he made great television, yeah. which I think is super important, but also Everyone has a method to their strategy. Whether it works out is not always about their gameplay so right. much as a number of things falling in line that help them. Right. So I'm wondering what your thoughts are on Dan within the Game of the traders.
2: I feel like Dan um, was holding back too much. Maybe he should have, even if it's like a name like John or Bergie, like throw a name out there. Because the biggest thing when you're playing with faithfuls, like, okay, like, let's traitor hunt. Like, let's talk about it. He would never talk. So I think that's my biggest criticism of Dan. Do I think he's a horrible game player? Absolutely not. Like, I've played with Dan. Like, he's, like, the best big brother player I've ever played with. Traitors is a different game. You have to move faster. You have to make moves. I think I begged him to give me a name. Because I I thought Dan knew that I knew he was a traitor. And it's not shown on the episode. But, like, I begged him to give me a traitor's name. I was like, Dan, like, you have to give me a traitor's name. And he was like, I... I can't. I and was can't. that so that you wouldn't have to target him? Yes. Because my alliance was like, ooh, okay, like let's, because they were saying Phaedra, Dan, and Parvati. But I wasn't believing Phaedra, but I trust Dan's like perception and stuff in these games. Like if he would have said, I think that Phaedra is a traitor, I would have been like, really? Like if Dan's telling me that, I would have brought that back to Peter and John and been like, Dan is saying it's Phaedra. Because they would have absolutely. I think that was another mistake of his. He should have he should have went for Phaedra a day before he did.
1: Mm, fascinating. Yeah. Okay. Two last ones before I let you go. Mm-hmm. Who would be who would we be most surprised to learn that you've become close with in the house or in the castle?
2: Um, I'm super close with Bergy, which is like the most awkward friendship ever, <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> like we literally were on the same flight here. We share a car together because he's from Minnesota as well. So really close with Bergy, but. Really, everyone in the cast I really, really like. I mean, there's no no one on the cast that I'm like, ooh, I don't want to be near them. Like, I actually like everyone on the cast.
1: Great, It'd be like everyone on the cast. Yeah, too. they're wonderful. Quite an assemblage of icons. This yeah. really does feel like the Avengers. It does of reality TV. Yeah, I mean, when we heard you, Dan Harvey, Sam CT it's like, like it's how are we going
2: to be with season three? How are you going to beat it? No, yeah, I'm very curious to see. How.
1: <laughs> okay, last but not least. Uh, you know, people love you on reality competition. That's known. I mean, rem- <laughs> I remember when you came back for All Star season of Big Brother, and then everything that played out played out how yeah. disappointing because the season then yeah, fell apart. It was a- so. I'm wondering, yeah. has being on this show and just having this huge fan response once again, has it awakened any of the dormant reality competitor in you to try and seek out more of these opportunities? Oh gosh, I know you have a burgeoning career outside of
2: yeah. Like I have a career in real estate. Like for me to do keep doing competition shows, like. You know, de- depending on what's out there, sure. I I'm down. Like Squid Games looks interesting to right. me because I love to play games and um it's more of a luck thing and it's just some fascinating if some yeah. games. Yeah. But for me to do keep doing more full seasons of like Big Brother, like I don't I don't want to sign up for being locked away for ninety days. Yeah.
1: But what about a twenty six day Survivor?
2: i could do i could do 26 days okay i could i did struggle on snake in the grass though with my survivor girls steph and seri yes they were like girl i don't know if you're gonna like make it in survivor because like first of all seri snores and there was like (laughs) bugs and centipedes and i just couldn't fall asleep like lying like on the jungle ground i just i really struggled and that was one night right it was just one night i like really struggled (laughs) and i was like i need coffee and they're like girl you don't get anything on Survivor like if you want to wake up to wake up like you've got the ocean mm. <laughs> like <laughs> speaking of that real quick I'm
1: curious because Stephanie LaGrosa was such a wild card on Snake in the Grass and obviously yeah. fortunately we, are at a- we were fortunate enough to see her on season one of The Traders yeah. who from like pulling out old school Big yeah. Brother and Survivor, would you want to see Cass? I'm talking so, like the non-top-of-the-tongue people.
2: Okay, Russell Hans, just because yes. he's such a zillian. Like, I please, like, make this man a faithful. Like, it's yes, so entertaining it. yeah. to watch and he's just so, like, bossy and he's going to rub people the wrong way yeah, absolutely. so they're gonna keep him around he used to be like this guy's gonna get vanished like whatever um he'd be great tv i think robert tyson as well Yeah, i love my og survivor guys
1: parvati suggested jerry manthe which i think would i would also.
2: love jerry oh yeah. my god she's the best villain ever so good the original black widow yes she is who from the big brother early days so britney haynes obviously, obviously top of my list great tv like comedic relief you was able to deliver
1: on reindeer games yes
2: yeah. Um, another woman that I would think OG would be like Daniel Reyes. She'd be wonderful. She sure would. Um, Will Kirby. I know that he's been asked before. It just never works out with his schedule. I would love to see him. He'd be so fascinating to watch as a trainer because, mm. like, he's really, really social. Mm. Is there any chance of you stepping
1: into, like, the podcast space more? Or just, uh, how can people get more of you commenting on reality? Um, I know you're you're really active on Twitter. Yes. Which is a joy. Yeah. But, like, for people that want more of this from you, people really like your opinions and your observations about these shows.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't, I had my own podcast. And honestly, it's just, like, so hard. I'm sure you know, like, to put yeah. it together yes, and yes. have. <laughs> so, um... I like to come on different people's like podcasts and just be a guest on their podcast. I don't have my own right now because um, I just don't have the time for it. I get it. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, thank you so much. This was a joy. This show is so much better off for having you on it. And no, uh, Thank you. We only got five episodes with you. They were five very memorable ones. So
0: thank yes, you. Yes. Thank
2: yeah. you. Underhug.
0: All right. That was it. Janelle, icon. Thank you, Evan, for doing that and getting us this great content amidst such chaos i've done my best to clean up the audio from these interviews and i think i did a pretty good job here because there was people what eating lunch next to you
1: i was gonna say i had like the full catering setup directly next to me and at one point in the middle of the interview one of the, the service workers, I, uh, what do you call them? I am not Caterers? The, like, the caterers, me, yes. Yeah. Well, came in to like clean up and is like clinking glasses and everything. And then like the PR <laughs> comes in to try and get her to step away. And then the woman starts talking to the PR woman. And I just was like, this is, <laughs> yeah, this is fun. Uh,
0: no, but it sounds great given all of that. So thank you for getting that. And uh, if you want more Drop Your Buffs, you can find us on Instagram at Drop Your Buffs Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Drop Your Buffs buffs pod and if you want more traders from drop your buffs then you're going to have to head over to our Patreon. You can find the link to our Patreon in the show notes to this episode. We are covering the Traders season 2 exclusively on Patreon every week. The episode is available right after The episode airs on Peacock, so that's a nice little treat. Plus, we are watching Survivor Nicaragua. We we re-watch old seasons of Survivor on the off-seasons of Survivor, and so we have uh, three seasons now. We're on our third season uh, of recapping old seasons of Survivor. So we've got plenty of content on the Patreon to make it worth your while, so go check that out. With that, thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. (music)